Welcome to Notorious Football, the IDP specialist. I'm here with Sean Smith, and this is Ronnie, like always. How are you doing, Sean? I'm doing good, Ronnie. I'm getting excited for the year to start, so I hope we have some good football. Starting in two days. What is today? Today is Tuesday the 7th. All right. I'm ready. You? I'm ready. I have hey, got to brag. I'm right off of the milk crate challenge. You know, <laughs> I saw a few got You know what? I'm the man. I got it done. I did it. I won't be posting the video so no one can laugh at me, but I did not fall and I made it from one end to the other. You did, you did. <laughs> so I, I haven't done it. So you got me one up there, but you know, the challenge I sent you, the next one, right? Maybe we shouldn't uh, promote that one here. It could be dangerous. <laughs> Has something to do with a trampoline and some barbed wire. But anyway, <laughs> let's get into our, uh, so last year we, we had our, our weekly You're the One list and we even finished off with our best dynasty players for you're the one. How about we get into that again this year? Sounds great. Now it's preseason still, so we haven't seen anything but preseason games. So I guess this is just a prediction, but I think uh, I think we'll probably have some of the same names as last year until somebody else can step up and take the spot. So are you ready to get going? Let me go first, unless you want to go first. Hey. Gentlemen, will let the man go. I should let you go first because you completed the milk crate challenge and I have it. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's start off like we always do with the AFC East. And uh, first team would be Buffalo. So this one's pretty close, right? I've got, I really, really, really like Tremaine Edmonds this year. Maybe that's more of a, a hope than a actuality, but I think he's going to be good. Of course, Jordan Poyer's there. He was, I think, probably our player of the year last year for defense. And, you know, like we said in the last show, I love their D-line. So there's a lot of players players to pick here, but you got to go with stability. Jordan Boyer at safety. Yep, and I agree. I went with Jordan also, and watch out for the rookie there on that defensive line. I think by the end of the year, he will be getting more time than the rest of them old guys. <laughs> How old is that? Like Mario Addison? He's probably in his 30s. I'll look it up later. We don't get into that. Not so... I know I, I've been accused of being ageist and stuff, you know, because <laughs> some of these players like JPP and Tom Brady, and you know, these, especially defense, right? How old can you play till on defense? Easily to 35, All 40. Right. I mean, <laughs> I've never seen a 40 year old linebacker out there, but how Ronnie Law was. And then there's the one from the Redskins. Ronnie Law was a safety, but the one from the Redskins just played forever. I'll think of his. It wasn't Sean Taylor. Taylor. Rest in peace. <laughs> but then, you know, they also played back when, when hitting was allowed. Yeah. And right? I mean, hitting's kind of, I don't know if you watched that college game. Was it last night, Monday night? So they had four targeting calls in the first half. Two players from each team both ejected before halftime. I'm like, wow, football's changed. But, you know, new rules, you got to adapt. All right, let's move on. New England. New England's a really interesting team, and it's always, always tough to pick uh, a player off this this team and I'm going with probably you know an old guy here in terms of football age Devin McCourty he's 34 I think maybe I got that wrong and this could be his last year if I got that right but St Stephon Gilmore he's on the pup list and I think there's you know I think he wants to be traded or paid he's probably going to get traded but he could really be a stud if he plays but I think being on the pup list he's out six seven weeks and then Adrian Phillips. We loved him last year. He had his time on this list. He'll get a lot of tackles. I'm going Devin McCourty. Great. You're the I, one, Devin McCourty. I narrowed it down to three. 
Kyle Van Noor and Chase Winnersvig, but the winner was Adrian Phillips. I mean, I had a hard time with this defense because I think they're more of a no-name defense. You know, they don't yeah. have that big name. So it was tough for me to pick one, but let's go, Phillips. All right. The no-stars defense. I mean, they they play their game and they do pretty well. So um, Kyle Van Noy, you mentioned him. He got traded away to, oh, what was it? Was it Miami last year? And then traded back this year. So <laughs> we'll see how that works. All right, so moving on to the Jets. The Jets, you know, there's uh, they've got injuries. Let's just say I really like Carl Lawson. Thought he would be the one. He's out for the year. Injuries. So – I'm going with CJ Mosley, linebacker, who was also out last year, but should be back and healthy this year. And you just spoiled it. I was going to go CJ Mosley, too, and just say, you know what? He's never been on any of our lists. Yep. So welcome, welcome to, to the, the list. list. <laughs> <laughs> CJ Mosley, you're the one. All right. And finally, for the last of the AFC East, Miami. This is, a, I mean, this is almost the opposite of some of these other teams. There's a lot of lot of names on here that I really like and so I'm expecting a lot out of this defense uh hopefully their offense just keeps you know they don't have to be great they just have to be good so here's some of the names that I like off of Miami before I pick mine you got Eric Rowe at safety you got Jerome Baker at linebacker Manuel Agba at D-line and Andrew Van Ginkle who's also backed up by that uh the new rookie Jalen Phillips uh at linebacker there and so they're all in the running um, I really like the rookie Jalen Phillips. We'll see when he actually gets in and how much time he gets. And then, of course, Xavier Howard, one of the best quarterbacks in the league last year. I think he led in both interceptions and pass breakups. Uh, he's a lockdown. He might be a lockdown corner this year because just of the stats last year. So I really like him. But fantasy, you got to go with probably Eric Rowe here. I know that's uh, that might be a stretch, but I'm going Eric Rowe safety. All right, good choice. I went linebacker, Jerome Baker. I just, you know, I think he's going to be the high scorer on the team, but linebackers usually are. Yep. And, you know, last last show, I was I forgot the name of the other linebacker that was there for preseason. Uh, Bernard McKinney traded from uh, Houston. He did get cut, didn't make the 53. So I guess he won't be sharing time there with Jerome Baker trying to get some of those tackles. All right. So moving on to the AFC North, uh, starting off with Baltimore. Uh you know, it's hard not to pick Patrick Queen here. He could have himself quite a year, too. Uh, but I'm going with the corner here. Marlon Humphrey. Got to show some corner love. I know you're corner blind, so you might not see this guy, but he's out there. Who do you got? <laughs> the correct choice would be Patrick Queen, but I know you got to be different on occasion. I mean, I do the same. Okay. So this is a prediction show. So yeah. <laughs> I do like Patrick Queen. I mean, one of the best rookie linebackers in the league uh, from last year. So let's see what year two brings it. And just overall, that Baltimore team, they could be pretty good this year. Uh, we'll see. They, I think they got rid of Matt Judon. Didn't he go to New England? So they still have Calais Campbell, speaking <laughs> of uh, older players there, who is just a monster of a human being. All right, so let's go on to Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh got, you know, that was, a, that was the sack leaders. T.J. Watt, he might be holding out. I think I saw the coach say today that he is, he's optimistic that TJ Watt will play and be ready to go for week one. He wants more money. He's holding out until he gets it or until he doesn't want to miss a paycheck. So uh, I'm not going with TJ Watt because if he holds out, he can't be the one, but he did lead the league in sacks last year. He had 15. 
But then he had 13, 14, and 15 over the last three years. So the guy can get his sex. Um, Joe Michelle's pretty good too. Well, I'm losing my voice, but Joe Michelle. But all that said, I'm going with a guy that didn't even make my top 20 list in last week's, or yeah, I guess it was last week's show. Minka Fitzpatrick, safety. He's the one. Crazy. All that talent, you picked the safety. But good choice. I went with, if I need a play, I want that guy on the field, and I went with TJ Watt. I don't quite understand the rankings on a lot of different sites. He's ranked three. You have Joe the Show Mm -hmm. and Bush, and then you got TJ Watt coming in. So it's tough, but it's going to be – how are they going to blend when he shows up? So it's going to be awesome to watch. The guy, he's proven that he can get sacks, double-digit sacks. I mean, not just double-digit, but 13, 14, 15. Uh, and those could be off by one or two, depending on which stat source you get. But either way, he's shown that he could get it. I think he's probably in the last or second to last year of his rookie contract. Uh, but if he doesn't play, I guess we'll know that week one. So he might be switching. But he is a stud. Uh, you know, maybe the, the rankings is because – is he an edge? Is he just a linebacker? Yeah. That's the problem. Holding out, so we're not going to rank him very high. Which scares a lot of people away. Yep. All right, let's move on from Pittsburgh. Do you think, well, you know, before we move on, do you think that Pittsburgh defense is going to be as good as they were last year? They haven't really lost anybody. I think they will be. Yeah, I can't wait to see what Joe the Show is going to do there. That might be a big improvement. You get him and Devin Bush there. So, so, but they, I mean, they were just, uh, they were scary to face. So if they can keep that going, they might be a good team. I think I only brought that up because of, I think they're underdogs in their first game. So that could be something to keep an eye on if you're into the, the uh, Vegas stuff, but they're playing Buffalo. So maybe it's a rightful underdog, but anyway, they, they do have the defense still moving on. Cincinnati, another defense I liked. Uh, I went with Jesse Bates here, the safety. Uh, but their corner play should be improved this year. We have an almost healthy Trey Waynes. I thought he was going to be ready to go game one. He's not. He's already uh, listed as out. I think he'll be ready to go uh, week two, maybe. And then, of course, you've got the newcomers. Mike Hilton and Shinobi Awuzie. So, you know, Mike Hilton with Trey Waynes out. Might get more time. Let's see what he can do in game one, Cincinnati. But Jesse Bates, safety, easy call. All right. I agree. I went Jesse Bates, but I wrote down a sleeper. Watch out for Troy Hendrickson. Oh. He's a defensive line. So let me look at his uh, his stats from last year. I believe he was a top five in sacks. Uh, it went number one was TJ Watt. Number two was Aaron Donald, believe it or not, tied with Trey Hendrickson. So there you go. Your top Top sack getters from last year. New team, probably wouldn't, won't matter much. We'll see. But I like that pick a lot. You know, I think I'm going with a lot of safeties here. The safe picks, I guess. You're going a lot of the up front, just like last year. Nothing's <laughs> changed, man. New year, same, same us. All right, so Cleveland, another defense that's hopefully pretty good. They're another team with a good challenge this week. They face uh, Kansas City. So rough start but maybe they can pull that off. I'm, I'm actually rooting for the upset here. So, uh, of course, Miles Garrett, I mean, don't have uh, 
much much else to say about this defense. They got some new people though, right? John Johnson at safety. Um, you got uh, Jadavian Clowney at the other end, and Karis McKinley come in there. So there's some there's some really good D edges here, and a pretty good safety. So Miles Garrett's still the one though. I agree. There's Garrett's the man. All right, Jacksonville. This one I know we're going to be different because we talked about this one before the show. But uh, I am keeping an eye on Josh Allen, but I'm going Miles Jack. Miles Jack seems to have a problem, you know, staying healthy. But, man, he's an athlete. I'm rooting for, uh, uh, I guess it's 17 games season out of him this, this year since we have the one extra game. Uh, but I'm also keeping an eye on Josh Allen. But it's Miles Jack for me. All right, I've got. Josh Allen, not to be confused with the quarterback. <laughs> and then Miles Jack. I'm going to throw out there, I don't even think he'll be the highest scoring linebacker on the team. After week one, maybe I'll let you guys in on my super deep, deep sleeper. Yeah, you're not going to give it away right now. I mean, it's, nope. people want to start, you know, who does who to start in your lineup? Yeah, he's available in our league, so I don't want to give it All up right. yet. I'm looking at their linebackers now. They got Damian Wilson came over from Kansas City. You got Kevon Chason, was a rookie last year. Josh Allen, is he an edge? Is he a linebacker? Who knows? So we'll see. All right. I like the tease. You got me thinking already. All right. Tennessee uh, up next. Tennessee, you know, they struggled last year, right? Uh, they were not the greatest defense. So they brought in some help. Uh, they brought in, they didn't get many sacks. They bring in Bud Dupree off of that so there's a guy that pittsburgh lost what dupree uh maybe he'll get some sacks for him you got kevin bayard at safety looks pretty good i'm going with the new guy i think tennessee needs sacks they brought in a guy that can get sacks they're gonna put him in position to get those sacks every game but dupree you're the one tennessee nice i went with the linebacker Jalen brown didn't get paid on a one-year contract so i think he's if he wants to get paid, he's going to have to have a big year. So I'm going to bank on that. But I love your pickup front. I I got to go to the front. What uh What do you think of the other linebacker? There was a Sean Evans. He's the guy that threw a, a punch in the very first game <laughs> last year. Got kicked out of the game. Never really came back strong after that. No, so, it just kind of disappeared. Yeah, I I think he'll he'll be in there in the running with Jayon Brown to see. You know, that might be a situation like you on my. Uh, Jacksonville pick of maybe Jan Brown's not even the number one linebacker. <laughs> Technically, Bud Dupree is a strong side linebacker, so we'll see. You got Harold Landry as a weak side, but I think both of those two are edges. But Bud Dupree is going to be blitzing. I'm pretty sure of it. All right, moving on. Indianapolis. Uh, we're still in the AFC South. This one's kind of easy, right? Darius Leonard, probably one of the best linebackers in the game. I'm going with him. Um, but watch the secondary. I think they've got some good 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 players in that secondary but Darius Leonard I also have Leonard but if you're in a tackle league D4 is going to give you some consideration up front mm -hmm. but Leonard is the one and if you're in a dynasty rookie league what do you pay <laughs> <laughs> all right moving on Houston all right I think they're tanking I think their defense are going to be on the field a lot uh don't expect much out of them uh but Zach Cunningham he was I think he led the league in solo tackles last year. Back-to-back uh, 100-plus -back solo tackle seasons for Zach Cunningham. Hard not to go with Zach Cunningham, so he's the one. You're not telling me anything I don't know, being Cunningham was on my team, and he's the one. But the question is, 
if Houston's tanking, do they technically have their first round pick? Because they've traded everything away. They're going to have to trade and get some picks. So we'll see. I actually think they do have their first round pick next year, but they've given up so much. It's hard to know what they actually have. Nowadays. <laughs> well, you know, if they trade Deshaun Watson, they want three first round picks. So there's your first round. Just trade them the right team, get three first rounders. You can always use those to get all the way up to the number one pick if you need. But with his trouble, do you give up three first rounds or do you hold and hope blows over and you can get three first rounds? Like if someone came and offered you, let's say, two second rounders, I would probably take it if I was Houston. But if I was the team that is offering it, I would also say there are fourth rounders if he never plays for us because it's a high risk, high reward. You got a great quarterback in as prime. That might not ever play. Yeah. You know what? I mean, the, a lot of teams are throwing out those, you know, variable pick, right? If he doesn't work out, then we're not giving you a first. It goes to like a sixth or something, a fifth. Yeah. But, you know, somebody's going to take the chance. So basically, Houston's already taking the chance now. They want to not be on the hook anymore and say, uh, let Denver, let's say uh, Miami, whoever, you know, I don't know which team wants him, but. That's a lot to give up. But if you look up, the 49ers gave up two or three first-rounders for Trey Lance. That was a pretty expensive move up to get an unproven quarterback. Deshaun Watson's proven. Oh, I You agree. just get those to get Deshaun Watson and take your chance there. But it's, I guess it's a different chance, right? Yeah. And I think Deshaun Watson's still young, so I don't know. I, I think uh, that's probably why he's still on the team but not traded yet is because people are running into these exact same problems that we're – just discussing this now happened. Yeah. What do you do there? So I don't know, but I, I, I think first rounders, people are willing to give up two or three with no problem. So I think if you can get two, do it. Don't hold out for three. That's what I would say, but you know, you might have someone that doesn't play again. I think you, I think you will, but you never know. All right. So moving on from Houston to Kansas city, um, I, I really like another corner here, Legereus Sneed. He only had 10 games last year, but he looked great in those 10. But the D-line's the only other group to watch there for me. Uh, but I'm going Legereus Sneed, corner. All right. I'm going up front. Chris Jones are playing it more on the edge. I think he's going to have a beast season this year. So I, I don't know. Maybe I, I'm old-fashioned when it comes to some of the NFL evaluations, but height and weight mean way too much to a lot of these NFL guys and more and more me. Isn't Chris Jones like 300 pounds? Is he really going to be a star edge rusher? He's good. But some of these star edge rushers, you're going to get down into the 260 range. A 300 pounder is usually in the middle where he used to be. I don't know. Maybe he cut 25 pounds. What does Aaron Donald weigh? Probably 275. He's a Oh, he's a man above boys even in the NFL. <laughs> and I don't know Chris Jones's current weight. So, but yeah. I tend to look at that like quarterbacks, right? You see the six foot quarterbacks, you probably don't think they're going to be that good. Some of Marjorie Brees was great. Running backs, you know, 5'11, 225, 220 seems to be kind of the, the goal weight and height. But then you get, what is Derrick Henry, like 6'3, 6'2? So. Or go old school, Zach Thomas, old Miami. Was he linebacker a, he was teeny yeah and he was a beast well that's that one i, I want to save that conversation for later because i do have that conversation coming up here in about 
five or six picks. Oh, the smoke's coming out, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's thinking. Overthinking. All right. So moved on to the Chargers. Um, I like Joey Bosa on the line here. I think uh, he's going to be the one for me. But Derwin James, he could be here too. Uh, Derwin James has only played in five games over the last two seasons. Two full seasons, five games. Let's hope he can stay healthy and he'll be on this list. But right now it's Joey Bosa. Stay healthy. I need you to stay healthy. But I do have Joey up front, Joey Bosa. Oh, we're both on him. Yeah. yeah. So you just like Derwin James because it's on your team, huh? He just has – I mean, the – he will be the one if he stays healthy. Yeah, he exactly. is that good. I, he could be top one of the top. You know, it's hard to be in the top three, but he definitely has the talent to be there in the top three safeties in the league. I agree. Or DBs all overall. All right, another safety for me here, Las Vegas. Jonathan Abram. Uh, I still have hope. You know, maybe you said he's not too consistent. I think he's talented, so I'm going with talent here. But Yannick, he should have a floor of eight sacks on the year. Looking at kind of his his average over the years, seems like if he stays healthy and plays, Yannick Ngakwe will have eight sacks at a at a floor. So you're kind of thinking a half a sack a game, maybe a little bit more. The problem with Yannick is really low tackle numbers in the past. So I can't put him here. I'm going with Jonathan Abram. Well, and I went Jonathan Abram too, and hopefully Max Crosby, if I got that name right. Yeah, he's yeah. Uh, got a uh, Bell and Farrell, Max Crosby, both there on the edges, right? Yeah, if he can play well, you know, he's not going to get double teamed, but that front up front was so terrible last year. Please give us a tackle. Please give us a sack. They were begging for anything they could get last year. <laughs> you know, the problem I have with that, you know, I hear this a lot when football people talk like, oh, the, the entire old line's coming back this year for a second or third year in a row with no changes, they're going to be better. Like, But if that whole line was there last year and they gave up 18 sacks on the year, are they going to be better because they're all back this year or are they going to be the same line that wasn't good last year? They're just looking at us, hey, we're only going to give up 18 sacks this year. <laughs> <laughs> That's my problem with the D-line in in, uh, in, or Oakland, in Las Vegas because they have, you know, they brought in Yannick to yeah. kind of beef up that line. You have Clelton Farrell who's I mean, has he, he's, yeah. had, he's had spurts. Yeah. What is this, like year two or three? But he, he can't put a full year together and look like a star. Max Crosby, he was a, a fantasy drafted, high up fantasy draft just two years ago and disappeared. So I'm not expecting much. I think they brought in the new new talent for a reason. I but I always think that. So we'll see. Maybe that's just going to motivate the others. So who are you going with, Max Crosby? Nope, Jonathan. Oh, Abram. Jonathan Abram. The over, who I think is a little overrated, but on that team, he's the one. Yep, we're both on Jonathan Abram. Then. All right, Denver. Uh, this is a guy that I really targeted in my fantasy draft this year. Uh, Justin Simmons at safety. I figured I'm going to have to reach for him. And I did reach for him, but I took him pretty early. But I really wanted him on my team because I think I'm really big on the Denver, Denver defense this year, especially with Bradley Chubb and Von Miller back. I think that all those good corners, they brought in a couple of good ones. You've got the safety play that's going to be outstanding. Maybe the middle linebackers aren't, aren't the best, uh, but do they have to be? seems like that team's going to be pretty talented. Um, my prediction is that both Bradley Chubb and Von Miller each get 10 sacks or more this season. I know that's a, that's a crazy one, but they could do it. I agree. Ah, I thought, I thought you might take the other side there. 
But even with that said, I'm still on Justin Simmons. Justin Simmons is the one for me, but is Denver going to have the best defense in the NFL would be the question. I think so, but yeah, it's a prove it league. Yeah, I'm thinking they will be in the top five for sure, but they have the potential to be number one. All right. And, you know, I think there was something in the injury news about Bradley Chubb that he's questionable for week one. Isn't he always in the injury? Yeah. Him and uh, it was a Julio Jones. It's like, you can't, you just expect these guys to, to be in the injury report every week and you never know. You're holding your breath trying to do your starting lineup. Like, is he going to play? Is he not? Yeah, I think he'll just play. Noah Fant's another guy with Denver that's on the, he returned to practice, so he should play. Um, I don't see any recent news on Bradley Chubb, so I'm expecting them to play. We'll see. Not worried about who to start at this point. Worried about the list, and it's Justin Simmons for both of us, right? Yeah. All right, let's move on to the NFC. NFC East, uh, starting with Washington here. So the big question I have for you is, will Landon Collins have a comeback year? He got hurt last year. Is this his comeback year? Great player. Seems to get hurt. When he is on the field, he is legit, but staying healthy is a big key for him. So I had to let him go a couple of years ago. But if he stays healthy, he is legit, in my opinion. He would be a top top safety for me. Okay. Yeah. I, top top ten, top eight, probably. All right. I think uh, I think definitely top fifteen. Uh, maybe top 10 if he stays healthy. But that defense with everything in front of him, yeah, I can see top 10. But it's that's going to be the biggest question I have. If, does he stay healthy um, and does the rest of the team stay healthy? Because that defense, they're a serious contender. Their offense, you know, at least they got a quarterback that's basically it's not going to lose you. Yeah, he it's might magic, not lose you magic too many. Man? Yeah, he can hand it off and just throw the safe passes, let the defense win games. So I'm going Chase Young, defensive line. I know we just talked about Landon Collins, but – Chase Young, he's a beast. Yeah, he's the only one, Chase Young. Um, I did write down rookie Jamin Davis because he has a great name. But as a linebacker, I'm hoping he has a potential. But I don't think he'll ever beat out you're the one unless he gets hurt because Chase Young, I think, is the best defensive lineman in the league. We'll see. Maybe maybe having all that talent on that D-line is going to open up things for the linebackers. And, you know, if you're like me, you might put him in there for that first week or two and then and then move him back out for Chase Young. <laughs> but Chase Young it is for me. Uh, Dallas. Um, this is where I wanted to talk to you about these 210, 215-pound linebackers, right? You've got Keanu Neal, who's been a safety his entire career, playing technically linebacker for Dallas. So this is what a lot of teams are doing, right? They're getting these safeties up. Jeremy Chin, Jamal Adams, now Keanu Neal in the boxes. Keanu Neal going to be like the Jeremy Chins, the Jamal Adams? Is he going to be basically just a madman at the line, blitzing pretty much on the line of scrimmage every play? Even though he's only, I think last I see, he's probably about 215. Maybe he's gained some weight, but we'll see. Six foot. He's always been the guy that comes up and plays on the box anytime he has a good year. He's really not your cover, you know. So I think he's comfortable with the coaching staff there and they just brought him in knowing what he can do but i don't even know if he's going to get much playing time for the most part we'll see you got michael parsons like vanderesh uh 
they're going to have to trade one of the linebackers. You know, they had the big guy, Jalen Smith, last year. They're going to trade him away. Yeah, I think that might be the guy that loses out the touches because I think they really want to play this Keanu Neal in the box role. So we'll see. Anyway, that's not my pick. <laughs> I'm going with uh, another corner here. Surprise, surprise. Trayvon Diggs. I've already said he's probably one of the best corners, at least fantasy-wise, in the league. Uh, here's, his, here's his numbers from last year. I don't think he even played. He played 12 games last year, but 14 pass defenses. You know I love pass defenses. Three interceptions, one sack as a corner in just 12 games. So he had at least one pass defense, one plus per game. Um, hard to beat those numbers if he can continue that this year. The question is, you know, is he going to be a, a shutdown corner? But I think he's going to have another big year. Hopefully he stays healthy, just like everybody else. You know, you hope everyone in the NFL stays healthy. Uh, outside of that, there's the rookie, Micah Parsons, and then obviously the safety slash linebacker, I call him now, Keanu Neal. They're going to be fun to watch. They're not on my list, but I'm going to have a fun time watching them to see what they do and how they're used. But it's Trayvon Diggs. You're the one. I like to pick a lot. Of course, I didn't make the same choice. <laughs> of course not. You're corner blind. <laughs> I went Micah Parson, the rookie. Okay. I'm, I don't know why I'm so high on rookie linebackers this year. I'm just like huge. But I've got a question for you. All right. DBs, I really think I wouldn't be corner blind if we added more points for pass deflections. I think it has to okay. change. They need to be more valuable because – like maybe you can give points for how many times or take away points on how many times a quarterback throws your way. Cause you know, the great corners never get tossed yeah, their way. They get no steps. So in fantasy, they're really not no good. Yeah. There should be a way of rewarding them or, you know, you get the average corner like Trevon Diggs, <laughs> who they always just pick on and throw his way. Actually, he's actually a really good corner, but you get the corner who's really bad on a team who's the opposite of a shutdown corner and he outscores the shutdown corner in fantasy. So I wish there's a way we can blend it and make it equal. That's a good point. I mean, you're basically in fantasy rewarding the less talented corners because they're going to get a lot more tackles. Right? Yep. So people tend to draft. If you have to draft corners, you tend to go with the one that's going to get targeted Yep. because he's going to get the play where if you go deep line, you're going to go with the more talented guy. Linebacker, you're probably going to go. It's more probably more position, right? You want the middle guy that's going to get more tackles, or the edge linebacker that's going to get more sacks, depending on your scoring system. And we play in a high, uh, you know, a, a big play scoring system, right? Our interceptions are ten points. Our sacks are twelve points. Uh, our pass deflections, I think, are four, three points. So maybe the uh, pass deflection alone should be half an interception. But there's, is there a good stat way to say, well? No, no balls went to any receiver. You could do that, right? Your uh, how many passes went to the receiver you were covering in a game? And the lower that number, maybe you start at like 20 or 10 points, I don't know, 20, 10 points, whatever. And every time a pass goes to the receiver you're covering, it goes down one. Yep. That one tells, and maybe even negative, it goes more than 10. <laughs> so, I mean, I like the negative points too. We have that on our kickers. You missed a field goal, that's minus three. And interceptions are negative and fumbles are negative, you know? It's a sack. Why we have it so high is because it's a game changer at oh, yeah. the correct time. So we wanted to make our league more real. So I agree, but we have to figure out a way to yeah. make corners more valuable because, you know, honestly, they're the most 
sometimes the most talented guy out there or athletic guy out there. Well, when we're seeing like Jalen Ramsey, right? He comes up and he goes from the corner where he just doesn't cover. He goes in and maybe blitzes or he shows up and runs the course. So some of these guys, they get, the coaches are figuring that out for us. So we don't have to, but we're not going to figure out that in today's show. So let's move on to Philadelphia. Um, there's a newcomer here. This guy I love, Eric Wilson, came over from Minnesota. He can cover. You know, maybe that's what Philly needs, a good cover linebacker. He's pretty good at tackling. He should do well. Eric Wilson, he's the one for me. Wow. I like it. I went sleeper. I went Josh Sweat. Okay. I like you know, that. he's had a great preseason, and that defense is tough. It was either him or Wilson. You know, <laughs> there's not much more to the defense yet. Are you, are you getting an ageist on us here with the Brandon Graham? He's on that front line. He's, he's been a stud for – Years. What, 10 years <laughs> and they have another one who's yeah. Barnett. Barnett's <laughs> a little younger I think he's only 20 mid-20s yeah and I but think... I mean Josh Sweat might be the most talented I mean Brandon Graham is but you know it's a question of how much is he lost so I put time. a double star like I'm ahead of the game baby okay we'll see <laughs> it you know we do also play in kind of a limited keeper league it's kind of a dynasty league so and you got to have some value in dynasty on a lot of this stuff too all right moving on to the Giants you know, I really love this defense last year. Um, lots and lots of good good position players at the front line, the linebacker, and the secondary. Really interested in seeing how the secondary looks this year. Uh, they've got some exciting players there, like Juba Peppers, Logan Ryan. I really love Logan Ryan. Let's hope he makes a good comeback. But there's a stud right there in the middle of that D, Blake Martinez. I'm going with Blake Martinez, linebacker is the one. Yeah, I don't have much to add. Other than Mr. Martinez is the one for me, too. All right, Green Bay. Um, this guy had 26 sacks over the last two seasons as a Darius Smith linebacker. Got to love those sack numbers. Uh, they also, Green Bay, added Devondre Campbell. He's been a pretty good linebacker in some places he's been, so watch out for him at the inside linebacker. He should do some things. And the safety there, Adrian Amos, he's solid. But Darius Smith, got to love them sack numbers. And I went safety. I went with Adrian Amos, you know, back-to-back 80, 80 tackle seasons. But I also want people to keep an eye on Chris Barnes, linebacker. So Chris Barnes and Devondra Campbell are both the inside linebackers. So sounds like you're more a Chris Barnes guy and I'm more a Devondra Campbell guy. So we'll see. Maybe we'll have to do a board bet on that one too, which, which of those inside linebackers uh, puts up more points. You know, we just talked about the cornerback shutdown. They have Jair Alexander there too, who's a pretty, pretty dang good corner. So, you know. Too bad there isn't a way to get him a little more points. All right, moving on, Chicago. Uh, Roquan Smith, linebacker. Uh, it's hard to pick anybody else there, but I do have a couple of names that I want to point out. Is it is it time for Return of the Mac? Is it, is it Khalil Mac? Is he coming back? We'll see. Can't get any worse. Yes, yeah. he's getting up there. I mean, what is he, eight, seven years in the league? They got this cornerback, Jalen Johnson. Uh, he, he's just a second-year guy, third-year guy maybe now. Uh, he might be a shutdown corner already, and he's still really young. Uh, will he get us interception opportunities? Because I think the kid can can get to the ball quick when it's in the air. So that's another you know corner to watch if you're if you're interested in the corners. But Roquan Smith, I mean, is there any argument this guy could be the best in the NFL? There's not much to add. I went with Mr. Smith too, but I think he was basically the man all year long, except for we might have snuck back in there once after had a big game. <laughs> oh, he's back. Yeah, for a day. <laughs> Maybe, you know, their safeties have been uh, 
uh, pretty good in the years past. I can't remember his name right now. Maybe it's uh, not football season. Eddie Jackson. He's been uh, pretty good in his career. Tayshawn Gibson, I think, was pretty good when he played Cleveland, if that's the right Gibson. Uh, but they didn't do much last year, so they might have to step it up to get me on their list. But looking at Chicago, uh, they also have Alec Ogletree. Remember him? I think he was for the Rams. Yeah. Pretty good linebacker there. So that's somebody else to watch. Akeem Hicks I think the interior they brought... line the other linebacker in because he can play all the positions just in case someone gets hurt because they get a lot of injuries at linebacker. So I think it was a depth move. Okay. Moving on, Minnesota. This is a team with a couple of guys that were out last year coming back. Uh, Anthony Barr, linebacker. He's kind of one of the bigger linebackers. You got Daniel Hunter, was a pretty, pretty amazing talent uh, just a couple of years ago. Let's see if he can come back. I'm going with Daniel Hunter. At line, I'm thinking he's going to be everywhere. So what I heard from training camp, I love all these little uh, rumors you hear. They're putting him everywhere, moving just like they move Aaron Donald around. He play on the left side, he play on the right side. Sometimes he's kind of in the middle offset. Uh, but that tells me they they know this guy can get his sacks, and they're going to put him in position to get his sacks. Um, one place that they didn't mention putting him is in the nightmares of opposing quarterbacks. <laughs> and I think that's where he's going to spend his year this year. So Daniel Hunter, he's the one. I wanted to put him there so bad, but after the year Kendrickson had or mm. Kendrickson had, you know, I'm going to put him there to hold it for Hunter. Okay. So you're going with the safe. Get a lot of tackles. I see it. All right. Moving on to Detroit. Ah, this is a team that could be tanking to them in Houston. We'll see. Um, they brought Jamie Collins is there. He could get a lot of tackles. Uh, you know, I think that's what you got to look for on this team. I kind of like the sack guys, but are they going to be in a position to get sacks? We'll see. I'm going to start off optimistic and I'm going with Romeo Aquara. I think he's a stud, uh, great player, D line. He's probably going to need to get some sacks, but Romeo Aquara, he's the one. I like him. He did very well last year. I am going to go with Tracy Walker as you're the one for me. Yeah, going safety love. Yeah. All right. Moving on to New Orleans. Um, this team, they don't seem to have as many big names, right? They got rid of uh, so Trey Hendrickson was there last year. Got rid of him over to Cincy. You've got uh, Cameron Jordan. He's another guy that's pretty good but getting up there in age. Uh, they're secondary. Somebody from that secondary could step up and take the spot, but I'm going to start off with Mario Davis, at linebacker. It balls out. He's the one. I'm going to agree. Davis is the one for me also. All right. Atlanta. Uh, comes down to two linebackers for me here. It's pretty close. It comes down to Foyasada Luakon and Dion Jones, both linebackers. And to break the tie, I had to look at their college schools. One of them went to Yale, and one of them went to LSU. I'm going Yale. Foyasada Luakon, he's the one. So you went with the smart guy. I'm going to go with the athletic one and Jones. <laughs> Did you watch the LSU game this week? <laughs> Just say it. <laughs> All right, moving on. Tampa Bay. Um, ooh, there's some, there's some talent on this defense. Devin White is the odds-on favorite to take over the spot at some point in the year, but he's not starting there. Shaquille Barrett. On the edges, Shaquille Barrett's the one. 
Okay, I'm going to have to. <laughs> I mean, I hate to make the show go on just to prove you wrong, but you're in a draft. You're going to take Barrett over White every time. Maybe not every time. Maybe 50-50. <laughs> All right. I'm never going to take Barrett. I'm going to take White every time. Mr. White has to be the one. What if Levante David steps up and starts getting more and more tackles? He played great last year. JPP Maybe. played great. Barrett played great. But the Devin best White. player on the team was Mr. White. Sideline to sideline. He's got that <laughs> that a lot of other people don't have. So well, well, I right. think Barrett, JPP, I think they're listed as linebackers in our league. You know, but I think they really just play their edge. Yeah. You know, and there's got to be a way to add edge in our league. So these guys can get some fair love because when you're comparing them to a linebacker, those are probably two of the edges that can keep up with the true linebacker, but there's not many edges that can. Got a good point there. I mean, it comes down to your scoring system, right? Especially a lot of the basic scoring systems where it's basically you just get a tackle guy. I don't think those are as fun. I really like big plays, even on offense, right? You want to see a 40, 50 yard touchdown pass your receiver, maybe break a couple of tackles, or just go, just catch it in stride. Those are funner to watch, funner to score. It's nice <laughs> to know that, hey, that's not a six-point touchdown. That's a 10-point touchdown because it was deep. So same thing with defense, right? I, I want the big plays. The tackles, it's, you know, is it that exciting? Some maybe a tackle for loss, maybe a little more exciting. But a sack is what gets the crowd up, standing up. Cheering. I agree. And he so, gets his share. Not as many, but he gets a couple but he also gets your tackles. We might have to redefine the rules of this game. Huh? <laughs> All right, so moving on. Carolina, this is my sneaky good defense of the year, Carolina. Uh, they brought in some more sack production, just like, um, oh, who was that other team? Cincinnati. Yes. Tennessee. Tennessee. Tennessee brought in Bud Dupree. Uh, Carolina brought in Hassan Reddick. Hassan Reddick has is, is been up there amongst the league leaders in sack. Uh, so if you want to get more sacks, you bring in one of the top five guys. Hassan Reddick has been one of the top five guys at least a couple of years in his career. I think they're going to use him to get the sack. Uh, so I'm starting there. Hassan Reddick is the one. I like it. Jeremy Chan, great safety. But I went Brian Burns, mm -hmm. the other guy. And maybe For this opens up Brian Burns. That's what I'm hoping. So this was another one of those gamble picks, but I just like Burns. Okay. All right, moving on to the NFC West to round this out. Uh, Arizona first. This one, this one's always fun to keep an eye on. Uh, Chandler Jones, if you look through his career, he's been up there. I think, I don't know if he got 20 sacks, but the guy can get a lot of sacks if he's healthy and plays well. Um, I think I have him at 19, just two years ago. 19 sacks. So keep an eye on Chandler Jones. He's not the one. I'm going Budabaker safety. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking you're really falling off your walk, right? Yeah. <laughs> rocker this year. Buddha's the man. Yeah. Buddha's the one. It's hard. I mean, I, I like the linebackers too there with uh, Simmons and they have that other rookie Collins. you have on your team. Yeah, Zayvon Collins. I uh, don't know if you have him or not on your fantasy oh, team. But I'm sure I do. You got all, you got all <laughs> the good rookies. All right. So moving on to Seattle. Uh, this one's easy for me. So uh, Seattle, I think last time I looked at their roster, they were running out of linebackers. Uh, and they got rid of KJ Wright's another name I forgot last last week that uh, you know they cut him, traded him, whatever, moved him on. I think he's still a free agent. They need linebackers. 
So my question is, does, does KJ Wright come back to Seattle? I think they need, need some linebacker help there for depth. But maybe he wants too much money. So I'm going Jamal Adams, of course, safety. <laughs> but I'm, I'm interested to see what they do with that linebacker spot. I really barren. I agree with you on the linebacker spot. And I think the reason he's not there is because they had to pay Jamal Adams. <laughs> <laughs> to pay a guy big bucks, you have to get rid of a guy. And unfortunately, I think he might have been one of the ones they had to cut to make money. I'm sure if he'd take a pay cut, they'd probably love to have him back because the guy was pretty good. But Adams is the one for me also. Now, Bobby Wagner's in the running here. Uh, I think he's he's kind of listed as questionable here, but here's their linebackers. They have Jordan Brooks, Bobby Wagner with the questionable tag, Cody Barton. And I pause it for a reason, because that's three linebackers on this team. They have Ben Burkirvin, who's on IR. Well, so three linebackers they play on your team. Jamal Adams is linebacker. They even Four. move him up and play edge. I mean, the guy, when you have Jamal Adams, do you really need anything else? So here's my thought. They have, uh, you know, a lot of teams have about six safeties. They have six safeties. They have about Quandary Diggs, Jamal Adams, Ryan Neal, who I really liked when he came on, when Jamal Adams was hurt last year, and Marquise Blair. Uh, one of those guys might end up playing a linebacker spot like Keanu Neal, and it's probably Jamal Adams. <laughs> and so then you got these other guys playing back traditional safeties. So maybe that's why. I don't know if this is intentional or just not updating the depth charts but it just seems odd that they don't have that many linebackers three seems like not enough like sound the alarm not enough all right anyway so we both have jamal adams there right kj Wright's still a free agent and he played there before so maybe he comes back uh rams pretty easy one here uh aaron donald d-line one of the greatest players in the nfl as well but uh safety jordan fuller he might be the tackles guy instead of Taylor Rapp. <laughs> you know, I like I like these little safety versus safety uh, things. So that's who I'm keeping an eye on. Uh, but I'm going Aaron Donald for sure. I will agree with you in going with Aaron Donald. And Rapp is the one I'm keeping an eye on. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Rapp versus Fuller. That might be like our Jamal Adams versus Marcus May back in the day. Yeah. All right. So finally, San Francisco and the NFC West. Um, I've got Fred Warner, linebacker. He's the one. But can Nick Bosa take this spot? He's a Bosa. But is that just the name? Looking at his stats, Nick Bosa has never had double-digit sacks in his just two years. Does he change or does he stay under 10? In those two years, how many games has he played? That's a good question. I'd have to look that up. So Maybe 12? I think he had a full year his first year. So 18? <laughs> Good question. I'll, I'll double check that. Well, I'm going to agree with you while you look that up. Fred Warner is the one for me, but I've got the exact same question. Nick Boza. He played 16 years, 16 games his first year, two games his second year. So 18. But he got full year, 16 games, nine. As nine a sets. rookie, though. Eh, as a rookie that played 16 games. Yeah. What the, yeah, so rookies. Nine sacks and zero sacks in his so two games last if year. If he plays a full 16, I bet he gets at least 12 sacks. He was the number two overall pick, first rounder. Yeah. Another Ohio State guy like uh, Chase Young. So uh, it's, I just think, you know, if you, if you want to be a star, 
you gotta get to that 10 sex. <laughs> and maybe that goes up this year because we have the one extra game. That'll be the fun part of this year, right. seeing so what, what the bare minimum is. Both agree, Warner is. Fred Warner, but you know, I wouldn't be surprised if Nick Bosa takes yeah, it. That's why I wanna bring him up because he can take that spot. And that was my question is can he? All right, so that is you're the one preseason of 2021. Um, pretty good names. I think some of those names we saw a lot last year. Jordan Boyer was on there a bunch. Some new names like CJ Mosley, who missed all of last year. It's Josh nice to get Sweat. some of those guys. Just Sweat. He might have showed up for a week or two. And there were some guys that, you know, I was looking at, we were talking before the show about some of these names that are our practice squads this year. And they made the list last year. Micah Kaiser was a great example. You know, he was at least one week on the Rams. You know, even with Darren Donald there, just because he got so many tackles. Now he's a practice squad guy. So, you know, it's the, that's the story of the NFL. you got to prove it every day, every week, even in the offseason. All right. Well, that's that's that. Uh, do you have anything else to add or should we? I'm going to throw out a question for you. Okay. When I was putting the list together, DBs might, just for people to know, I don't, if we don't, fix the corner position. Mm -hmm. They didn't have much depth looking into the rankings on, okay. on DBs for me. But also by saying that I've got four DBs, I want you to tell me if you think any of them can make the top 20. I got Tracy Walker, Tyler Rapp, your boy, Jordan Florida, and Xavier McKinney who missed most of last year. You think any of those guys can make a jump to top 20 this year? If one of those two Rams safeties stands out, they can. I mean, I'm going back to like the, the John Johnson days, right? There's If they get a stud safety back there, he's probably going to do pretty well. If they're both kind of splitting, like this guy plays all right, or they mm -hmm. split the tackles, you know, six apiece maybe, instead of one guy getting 12, then no. Uh, Xavier McKinney. This is another guy that I, I think he could. I mean, he's a crowded uh, secondary where he's at. Very crowded. Uh, the Detroit guy, Tracy Walker, he – I think Detroit really is tanking. I think Houston really is tanking. I think um, they're going to be – you know, just because they're tanking doesn't mean they're going to be a bad defense. But maybe that's all that plays well is their defense. So he could be, but I – I don't know. Tracy Walker was a stud just three years ago. And I think he's just kind of every year he's going down a notch. He's probably not in most people's first tier, maybe not even in their top two to three tiers. So I'm saying no on Tracy Walker. I'm saying prove it on Fuller and Rap, And I'm saying yes on Xavier McKinney. All right. But Xavier McKinney's in just a rough situation where Collins, yeah. tough, peppers, right? And see the third man out. Do they get rid of him? Do they move one up? Well, they got they got Logan Ryan, the Giants, who's he's probably the guy that loses out to Xavier McKinney. And Jabril Peppers, I think the only thing that slowed him down was getting hurt on like a a special teams play last year. Uh, but he didn't start the season off great, mm -hmm. but he finished off pretty well. So we'll see. Uh, but you have both of those guys. Maybe they play all three. Yeah, you know, that's an interesting. I agree. Thing. So I do like Xavier McKinney. I think he's another guy, you know, he was hurt his entire rookie season. Uh, something like that, or most of it. He's only played six games in his career. And 
14 tackles, six games. That's a little more than two tackles, solos anyway. A little more than two solos a game. One interception, one pass defense. All right. And now the next question would be D-line. I really like Chris Jones, Montez Sweat, and I think Josh Sweat's going to have a huge show. Take Josh Sweat out. Can Chris Jones or Montez Sweat move into the top five? Chris Jones, no. He's top good. Ten? He's a D-tackle. Wow. He's a D-in now. Yeah. But my biggest thing is I keep coming back to how fast can you really get 300 pounds moving? <laughs> these, these ends, they have to bend around the corner. Like, you know, they have to be uh, like a gymnast, a sprinter, <laughs> and a power lifter all at once. Bull rush, baby. They're going to bull, bull rush. rush. Right. There we go. But you got to have more than one move. So if that's his only move, it'll work sometimes. How good are his feet? You know, that's there's a lot to watch. But, it, I mean, for a guy that big, he's definitely talented. I have him top so, 10. Not I top have. five. And I have Montez Sweat, top 10. But I'm thinking Sweat, I just, you know, those two, can they make the jump or they kind of just plateaued where they're at? The, you know, the Montez Sweat could. If, uh, you know, they put a lot of double teams and chips on, on Chase Young, that opens up the door for Montez Sweat to just beat one-on-one. If he's talented right. enough to do that, he, he might even be the most sacks on Washington uh, over Chase Young. Now, I'm not going to say that because I don't believe that. <laughs> but it could happen. You know, you game plan for the what's going to beat you. And Chase Young's going to beat a lot of teams. So they're going to they're gonna do anything they can to stop him. I mean, they game plan to stop Aaron Donald and he still puts up 15 sacks. So, I mean, it's you can only plan so much. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. Those are the biggest questions I've had. So I was just curious what your opinion was. Yeah, I think the questions I have are... Uh, I think on the offense side this year. Okay. So I've been big on Carolina. Uh, I like this Sam Darnold and Robbie Anderson reunion. DJ Moore is still probably even the best receiver on that team. You got the rookie coming in with uh, Terrace Marshall. You have Ed, not Ed McCaffrey. I always say that. Ed McCaffrey. <laughs> Christian McCaffrey. You got Christian McCaffrey. Like that. I bet there's relations. Yeah. <laughs> Must be related somehow. <laughs> NFL star receiver who was a little guy. But anyway. So you've got all this, all these guys there. I mean, Christian McCaffrey can make any quarterback look good. You just dump him on a screen and he does all the rest. So can Carolina be a playoff contender? It comes down to the quarterback, like you say. I think with Teddy Bridgewater there last year, he was a game manager, right? Mm -hmm. And he held those two receivers where they were – in the top 20, right? Yeah, Robbie and Anderson starting. and DJ Moore. Were always and without McCaffrey, so does one of them lose out? That's a good point. I'm not quite sure they can have three in that way. So I think their offense will be improved, but I also think there's probably going to be more picks because mm -hmm. I think – You don't think that was just the Jets when Sam Darnold was there? <laughs> so that's why he got all I, picks. I really think Sam Donald's – I was hoping to draft him. Truthfully, yeah. he was on my list. I think I mentioned it to a guy, and that guy drafted him. You know, who knows? <laughs> but you may have. I think he is going to be legit. He's young still. And I just hope 
getting away from that coaching staff back in the day who ruined a few players, right? Oh, yeah. Ryan Tannehill, look at him now. <laughs> so I just don't think that this year, at this point in his career, he can sustain three high-level weapons like that. I mean, Peyton Manning barely did it. Randy Moss and those Jeff George days, right? Chris Carter and the running back, Robert Smith and Jake Reed on the side. You know, it's tough to really have three legit weapons that really do it. I think Dallas Dallas is one that can. But you're right. I, I didn't – like so I drafted Terrace Marshall thinking, okay, big, big name, uh, rookie receiver. But I didn't think about how many receptions Christian McCaffrey takes away from the entire team. <laughs> and you still have DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson. So there's not going to be too many targets going the way of Terrace Marshall unless uh, things change and he just demands more targets. But here's, here's two names that make me think Carolina is going to at least be different. I'm, I'm not oh, they will be different. Matt Rule and Joe Brady, right? Yep. They're they head coach there last year. Was Joe Brady there last year? Okay. I think that's why they improved, and Teddy Bridgewater was pretty safe. I think they went – It was was Sam Darnold that was not there. Yeah. So So I think Sam Darnold goes there to give them a little more high upside. Okay. Bridgewater's your – I mean, I'm going to like him in Denver because I know he's not going to lose you any games. Mm -hmm. Where I think Darnold can lose you games with – I mean, Winston. Take a look at Winston. Or Fitz. Patrick Magic, they will throw four touchdowns and win you the game. And then the next week, they're going to throw four picks and lose you the game, where Bridgewater is not going to do that. He's going to manage the game, right? Yeah, one so touchdown, I really two. think they are going to be a lot better, especially if he takes one step forward. Okay. And in two years, I bet they have one of the top offenses in the week. And maybe they're, they're going to be looking for that next quarterback to come in. But, you know, it's, it's one of those you can pick – Sam Darnold up at the late late end of any draft. Great pickup in my opinion. And it's a good chance to, you know, maybe he becomes a game manager. Yeah, if that's that's the style there. We'll see. But I think uh, you know, I really like the Christian McCaffrey <laughs> play because, like, well, he's just gonna dump it down. He's gonna get a little credit for whatever Christian McCaffrey catches, does. Thousand yards, thousand yards. Receiving yards. Too. So one of one, right? One of one. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So that was my only thought too on the on the offensive side. I'll have more for you in later shows, but I think that's it for uh, me. Do you have anything else to add or should we end the show? Nope. I say we end it and can't wait for the next show. All right. Good luck this week. Yeah, you too.